I'm very encouraged by all your testimonies. I see overcomer in you all. Christ in you, overcoming everything. Because that's where we come from, one with the Father, before the foundation of the world. We have been one with him and we came to the world and we were living by the tree of knowledge and good evil when we didn't knew our heavenly father, when we didn't knew Christ, what he has done and received in his heart. But the day we received Christ, we became overcomer because as he is, so are we in this world. We are spirits, God is spirit, Jesus is spirit, we are spirit. But right now we are on earth and why we are overcoming? Because it's Father's nature and He has created everything. Everything which is created was created through Jesus, the Word in the beginning. So when, when we say overcomer, we are overcomer and then overcoming. We are not overcoming and then becoming overcomer. So I would like to set the, uh, remind you on the truth. Um, deeper truth, which is basic of everything of our life, how we are living every day on this earth, anywhere we are going. So, overcomer. There has to be two and one will be overcoming that. If it's one is there, then there is no need to overcome. And in the world, yes, the sin is there, the world is there, but we are not of the world. We know where we come from born from Father, born of God, born from above, born again. And a portion is only life, one with Father, one with God. And who is God? So we're going to focus on um, and go into the foundation, our foundation, Sonship Foundation. Who is God? God is life. Someone who is life, has life, can only give life. So did Jesus. He came to the world to give life. In um, Matthew and even in Mark, uh, angel comes to, I would say, Joseph in the dream and says, Mary is going to bring forth a child and his name is Jesus. And he will be the one who will take away sins from the people, from his people. So from that time, the father has been thinking about all of us. And it's his, he is overcoming in us. If if any area we are stuck in or situation comes because it's in the world, we are overcomer and we are seeing the victory, the testimony. We are not working towards it like how the world is working. The world got cursed. We all know when there was a fall because of sin, partake of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, which Adam had and there was a fall. The curse came on Adam and Eve and the whole mankind. But Father is, though he is God, he is holy, but he is also a father. He always wanted to bring his children back. God is love. He is love. And um, how he loves us, that's why he made us. We come from him, one before the foundation of the world. And um, uh, let's go into the word. And there are many more truths it's going to be sharing with you all what Father is speaking. So going to the Bible, John 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. So the Word is Jesus, who has been one with the God. Many times we do get asked, Father is there, Son is there, and the Holy Spirit is there, God is there, Jesus is there, and the Spirit is there. They all are one. This is the truth. They have played different roles in and revealing to you, working in you through all life. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of man and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. So all things were made through him. The creator is going to be always higher compared to greater, higher compared to the creation. And if we are born of him, we are born of him, born from above, we going to overcome everything. Because like father, like son, father is backing you. How come if you are in a situation, your earthly parents would come and back you? 
and get you out of that situation. Even if you messed up, they are going to get you out of it. Yes, they correct you, they correct you, they want you to grow, but they will just first away, just escape you out of that situation. So are we, sons of God, what Christ has done at the cross. Let's go further, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. You all have received God, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit. So he gave us right, the one who received. It's not like he's, he's chosen. Yes, we come from him, we know. But as them, he gave all of us the right to receive him and be the son of God, children of God. To those who believe his name, who were born not of the blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. We are the sons of God. We are the overcomer of the world. In, because we are in the world, we are overcoming by our position of overcomer. And that's Christ in you. There is nothing we are doing. We died. You see at cross, we know Galatians 2.20, we were crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, we who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And now it's his faith, not our faith. Everything is about him. Everything in the kingdom, the sonship which we are growing and what is revealing every day to all of us. We are encouraging each other. And if the increase is there, if one part of the body is overcoming, knowing they are overcomer, the whole body is going to walk together. And uh, that's for everyone, everyone. But it's just about awareness, knowing who you are. One John 5. Again, it's a reminder here in the word. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So right from John 1 to 1 John, it's all about faith that Jesus died for your sins at cross. When he died, you died. When he got buried, you got buried. And when he rose, you also rose. And what life Jesus had the resurrection life, the power life is the same life in you. It's through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And there is only one Spirit, which is Holy Spirit. Once you receive Christ, once you know Father, once you know that Jesus died for your sins and Heavenly Father raised him. And we are sitting at right hand of Father in Christ. That's our position in Spirit. That's why you are going to have victory. Be assured. You already have the victory because you have received Christ in your heart and you know you are the son of God. You have a heavenly father who loves you and that's where we come from before the foundation of the world. So ever you have any situation, how are you going to overcome it? By believing in him, by trusting in him and knowing that Jesus has paid for your sins at cross and you are righteous now. And we are single-minded sons, right? Like Father, we are single-minded. Jesus was very single-minded while he was walking all around the world. He was very single-minded. And when he, fall in, when he went to the temptation, I would say, when he went to the temptation, devil was tempting him. And um, he was overcoming everything because through him only everything was made and how he can get tempted. Devil was just throwing, trying to tempt him giving the kingdoms of the world and uh, giving him different situation that going to the pinnacle, top of the pinnacle of the temple and jump and throw yourself and turn the stone into bread. But we, he didn't prove any of his sonship. He said, you shouldn't tempt the Lord your God because he know everything was made through him and made through the father. And we all are one with him, born of God. That's what the word says. We are born of him and we are the children of God, the one who received Jesus. So we are already overcomer. We came to know one day, doesn't matter what was life was there earlier when we didn't knew him, but he knew us. He had prepared everything 
about us, where we will be having birth and where that incorruptible seed is going to pop, when someone is going to come and tell us that Heavenly Father loves you and you just get drawn to them because it's the life of the Father flowing and Jesus is the name which sets people free. And I'm very encouraged again, whenever you take the name of Jesus among the world, it might ruffle someone. The one who are from the Father, they are bold. And we speak Jesus. And we are not scared of anyone. Jesus, when we received Holy Spirit, we got the boldness to speak, share the gospel. That was the uh, revelation to Paul. And that was all like... Um, sons, I would say, Paul's disciples, apostles, everyone in the XVC, they were just sharing the gospel of Christ and asking for boldness to speak. Moving forward, John 16. This is the, um, before going on cross, Jesus is speaking with his disciples. After supper, he said, it's time for me to go now, but if I don't go, the Holy Spirit, the helper, the truth, spirit of truth won't be coming. And let's read what the spirit of truth is going to reveal to us, what it is going to do us. Jesus say, you see me for me, you see me for some time, but you won't see me for now. But it is for your benefit I go. So let's read the word ahead. John 16 verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I... Do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send them to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin. Of sin because they do not believe in me. So that's not us, the people in the world who do not believe in Jesus, who are not from the Father, who are not of the world. Of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. So he's paid for us. We are righteous as he is, so are we. It's his righteousness we have. And we have the victory. We are conquerors only because he went on cross. And not just went on cross, he, was, he rose also and justified completely. So that we receive all his goodness, all the blessings of the father. Because they do not believe in me of righteousness. Because I go to my father and you may see me more of judgment. Because the ruler of the world is judged. The devil is judged already. That's why you are going to have victory in every area of your life. And uh, I have seen how the thought comes. The thought just comes and uh, tries to waste your time. Nothing has happened to you. You all are here with me on earth. Nothing has happened. Even sons joining online, nothing has happened. You are listening the word because father wants you to listen and he's working in your life and he's reminding you as I am, all things have been made through me. He called all things to be good because he made it. For the world creation is fallen. For the world creation is ruling over them. But when we came to know that we have a heavenly father, we died, we are born again, born from him. It's Christ in us. We are new creation. Old things have passed away. All things are new. See, behold, look. All things are new. And it's Father showing you everything. Moving further, verse 12. The work of Holy Spirit. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Because Jesus um, has not gone to the cross yet. He says, Many things you won't understand right now because it was um, from outside Jesus was speaking to the man. We are receiving from outside, but what the Holy Spirit was going to do is we're going to receive it from inside and was going to bring, make you a new creation completely from inside out. Jesus said, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you in all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Who the Holy Spirit is going to listen to? Jesus, Father, all one. 
and um, we have a helper we have a friend that's what helper is called right a friend whenever we are stuck anywhere we ask him want to have speak with him and how we ask him by praying in tongues by letting all requests made known to him and is the god peace surpasses all knowledge of the world and give us peace he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you all things that the father has are mine therefore i say that he will take of mine and declare it to you this is what holy spirit jesus said holy spirit will do it will lead you into all truths all truths if if we are stuck somewhere for example um if someone is addicted to sugar ice cream is going to reveal to you you will be able to bear the witness you will be able to discern where i am becoming slave and father is going to set you free from that that's going to work with you and further we'll see how we're going to be set free and uh, is not again repeating the same you are not working in that and then becoming victorious you already are because it's christ in you the greater one who is in you working in you for you for himself because that's what father wants sons reigning on earth overcoming is needed on earth not in heaven right we are on earth but not of the earth so that's why we are victorious and uh, overcomer i i read overcome uh, word in uh, who overcomes in there are two books in the new testament one john and revelation and it's the end of like so when you have read all the word right from the new testament matthew till the one john revelation it tells you who has overcome will be with my father i'll make a pillar of my foundation of the god will be with me so by abiding we're going to be receiving everything and it's in the end so there was very beautiful see and overcome means in greek nikao which means to overcome to overpower and to be conqueror not conquering but to be conqueror you are conqueror you are victorious in christ everything is in him in him we move we live and have our being moving further colossian 2 in him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by your works by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of christ buried with him in baptism so this is talking about us as jesus went on cross we went on cross as he was buried we were buried and he rose we also rose with him one with him in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of god who raised him from the dead and you being dead in your trespass and the uncircumcision of your flesh he has made alive together with him having forgiven you all trespasses having wiped off the handwriting of requirements that was against us because adam sinned the whole world sinned fall into the cycle of sin but because of jesus crucifixion and resurrection we are free so looking at this illustration here that's what cross did we were sinner in adam and we we were sinner because adam sinned it was passed generation to generation it was adam blood that's why the world was fallen but the day you received christ the day jesus went on cross and said it is finished everything changed for the sons who father has chosen receiving him and he also over overcome time before so anyone maybe who have been sin in past or present and future for son who are in christ he wiped off all the sins righteous as white as snow so that is the working of christ overcoming over time he works over time and space also he was he overcome there was lack somewhere he just his words are spirit and life he is a spirit and he just said that boy will be healed the servant will be healed and was healed and um, even the temptation and the biggest overcoming for him he's done that and we also going to be doing is over death when jesus died he rose again he overcome the death also and he's raised 
He's sitting at right hand of Father in Christ, and that's our position too. In Colossians, it says, we were raised with him, we died with him, we were raised with him, with the same victorious life, resurrection life, and sitting at right hand of Father in Christ. So our portion is life. And it's not just your life, it's the God's life in you, Zoe life, eternal life. That's what we have been receiving, uh, the word, what Father is speaking this whole month on righteousness, consciousness, and light. In light, there is no darkness. In the world before the Father said, let there be light. There was no light. He is the light. Only when you are light, you can give light to someone. When you have life, you can give life to someone. And He is life, He is light, and His love too. So we're going to be seeing how we're going to overcome uh, with love also. We're going to read on that further. But with the cross, you moved from law of sin and death to the law of life. And that your portion is only life in every area of life and victory like a king. Because Jesus is the king and as he is, so are we in this world. Moving further, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, all your sins gone, of past, present and future. If you believe, you can believe. If, you, if someone is uh, like sinned, I would say, unconsciously, you, there are no condemnation because Jesus has paid for all those sins. But we repent, we, and in repent means in Greek, come to the Father. Be holy, change of your mind, renew of your mind. And he's back to you. There is nothing you cannot overcome because it's Christ in you. Um, I can do anything, everything through Christ who strengthens me. That's his word. Then we can do everything. And Jesus said, in me you will find peace. But in the world, tribulations. And uh, behold, see, I have already overcome the whole world. So he's a perfect example. Any situation you are in, see what Jesus would do. Just see what Jesus do. He's given so many, I would say, testimonies, what healing he has done, his, uh, his resurrection life, um, even before the cross and after the cross also, how his disciples, believers, sons were walking in. It's only God working because they all were born from God, born from above, born of him. Having disarmed principalities and power, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So anything which is not from the Father, which is the creation fallen, he is overcoming, reigning on them, triumphing on them. And we are also reigning over the world. We are in the world to reign. The more awareness you are coming in, you know it's Christ in you, you died. He's walking every day. You are not the same. Yesterday, not the same today, not the same even after one hour. And he's going to work continuously every day according to his will and his good pleasures for all of us. 1 John 2, I write to you little children because your sins are forgiven for his namesake. Not your sake, but for his name's sake. Because he is God, he is our father. As he is, so are you. He is holy, we are holy. And it's not because our sake. Because in the world, you someone would say, for your sake, I have done this. For your sake, they try to take the credit. But here, the father is so good. He said, for my sake, for his sake, for God's sake, our sins have been forgiven. So that he can give everything what he has to us. The Holy Spirit is going to declare everything with what is of Jesus to us, what is of the Father to us. That's what he is doing every day. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. The day you received Christ in you, that's the biggest victory for you. That's the first and the biggest victory. The rest all things are going to fall. Because they're going to bow to the Jesus in you, in all of us. When you walk in, there is life. When any demon or any evil spirit is there, they just run away from you. How they were running away from Jesus. Like, why you are, um, yeah, Jesus, why you are harassing us? Like, uh, 
and just set us free and they were all were put to the swine and they just ran away into the pool so they are asking running away the fear of the lord is in you and is anyone coming against you and uh, that's how we overcome by resting believing and knowing who you are you're not trying to become you already are the son of god in the son everything comes whether it's a healer whether is a provider whether is um, yeah in christ everything's are there and that's what uh, we are growing in in sonship let's read further i have written to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning i have written to you young men because you are strong and the word of god abides in you the word of god who is the word of god jesus everything he was speaking is himself the word the father the word of god and we are abiding in him we have received it we don't know how much hours we have spent with the word over this life but it's the holy spirit same holy spirit in all of us working in all of us and you have overcome the wicked one in the end verse 24 it says therefore let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning if what you heard from the beginning abides in you jesus you also will abide in the son and in the father it's all oneness one and this is the promise that he has promised us eternal life when you have eternal life there is nothing to worry everything is chill everything is under your feet you are sitting at right hand of father in christ when you receive christ you died and your position is at right hand of father in christ and everything of the father is yours is of the son even the earthly father the inheritance gives everything to the son so how much more our heavenly father who made the whole world everything he will give you and everything what he has made is gonna serve you is gonna serve you because you come from god one from him children of god sons of god and born by his will not the will of the parents our earthly parents you are not born by the will of the earthly parents you are born of the will of him and he has a purpose for all of us why we are here and everything of the world is going to fall but his word are going to stand the one who he lives in are going to stand and the light is going to shine someone recently um, i was uh, speaking with said what are your thoughts on the world war three like what's going on and um, uh, ai and i was like i died i don't care i don't read also and i don't watch series or anything because it's all coming from the knowledge of evil and good tree of knowledge of evil and good that's why it's very important to sanctify abide we only abide in jesus in the word and you are reigning and he wants to work in you so much but the only one thing you have to do is abide and ask him he is going to give you strength he is going to lead you but if you don't ask how is going to do that and when you ask he is showing you we are the doer of the word not just listener because jesus said on mount sermon the one of the first sermon he shared that anyone who listens to my word and does it will be like wise men and has built a home on a rock and that's christ the word of god and the storm came the flood came nothing could touch that because it's him on him we are having our home and building and all your loved one all your friends do not worry about them we don't worry about ourselves we also don't worry about others takes others cast we just cast cast we don't take cast we cast on cross and this is the cross yeah moving further 1 john 4 again amazing truth let's all receive it beloved is awake alive yes father is speaking and let's all receive it even i am receiving you are of god little children and have overcome them not overcoming overcome them by just receiving christ knowing it's christ in you you died he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world we are in the world yes 
but we are not of the world because we are born again, born from above, born from heavenly father, born of his will. And it's Christ in us. We are the new creation. They are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world and the word hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hear us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You, you all are led to whom you should, are, you should share life, you are sharing life, you are sharing about Jesus. Uh, it's all him doing work in you, through you. Jesus had life, what life he had and he was sharing with everyone. And now we have the Holy Spirit who is giving life to us and the same life we are sharing with everyone. And um, yeah, that's what the, I was telling earlier, that the world speaks of the world, but we are not speaking of the world. What, dark, what light has communion with darkness? What life has communion with death? And what communion love has with hate and also fear. So I, I heard somewhere where opposite of love is not just hate, it's fear. People are fearful. They have never seen love. That's why they are uh, so much like in hatred or fear. But when they receive the love, when you tell them Heavenly Father loves you, they just come to you. And Jesus, before going on cross, he was praying that all Father you have given to me, I pray for them, but not for the whole the world. So there will be someone who will be rejecting you or persecuting you or making a noise or shouting at you. But... How are we going to overcome that? By being good. Because Father is good, so are we. Jesus is good. That's our nature. All our works you do every day, the whole world is seeing and glorifying to our Father that who you are worshipping, whose children you are, whose sons you are, they are seeing. And they are seeing, how come this son, this person I know, they, they don't know Christ in you, they see you, and if they see you, they see you. They see the Father. They see the Jesus in you, and that's the one who is overcoming everything. Romans twelve. So this is uh, overcoming, uh, knowing that you are overcomer is not just enough. There comes further. How? What would be your character? while you are overcoming. So yes, you are believing any situation comes that it's Christ in you, you have overcome, um, it's greater in you, the one who lives in you. But what should be your nature? So we're going to read that now. Because yes, it's Christ in you, we have overcome the world by abiding in him. And you're going to have the testimonies, the life further, goodness of Father. So let's read further that what should be your nature, the character, what Jesus says about overcoming. Romans 12, verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Encourage them. For sons is not weeping, but encouraging them who they are, the identity in Christ. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your minds on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. That's why we take counsel from elders here as body of Christ. That's why we have elders here and uh, encouraging each other. Repay no one for evil for evil. Have record for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peacefully with all men. So while you are overcoming, it shouldn't be like making a noise that you are going on a fight. Yes, you are wearing an armor, but that armor is not seen. It's the armor of God. That's Christ in you. He is the armor. And uh, like his breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth. And there are many things, but it's Christ. Everything is Christ. Moving further. Beloved, do not avenge yourself while you are overcoming, while you have any situation, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay. So we don't defend ourselves. We just rest. 
knowing who we are, sons of God. And it's Christ says, the word says, and this is the word of the God, it's the truth. Jesus says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. He is working for you. When David went to fight, he just went to give a cheese, food to his brothers, when the war was going on. And um, Goliath comes and he just smacks him. He didn't know he was going to uh, go and just kill Goliath. But what we see in his life is, he always gave thanks to the God. He was in love with God and knowing how good the God is. And having that intimacy, that relationship, which we all are having and what Christ has worked in all of us. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing you will heap coals of fire on his head. The world doesn't see this way, but we see because this has been revealed to us and we're going to do that, okay? And do not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good, with Jesus, by praying for them. I see, I heard testimonies in past many of the sons where things were coming against them, but they prayed for them, lifted their enemies, and everything worked out together for their good. In every way, in every way, they got favored. Because it's Father working, it's not you working towards anything. If you want to work, Father will let you work. But is it going to work? Let him work, he knows the best way. And he who knows the number of hairs, count your hairs, knows everything about your life. So rest in that love. Revelation 12, verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And the overcome him, how they overcome him? By the blood of the Lamb by the word of the testimony and they did not live their lives, love their lives to the death. We are in the world being sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. So we are very, we are separated, we are new species, new creation in Christ. And uh, the word says you cannot love two. You can either love God or you can love the mammon, which is the world, the money. When you died, it's all Christ in you. We have nothing to do with the world. If you still think he's going to renew your mind, he's going to work with you, he's going to take the weeds out of you and he's going to enjoy that taking the weeds out because then you'll have all the fruits. And it's all about the journey, but not working towards it, but knowing who you are, you are the overcomer and then you are overcoming. That's your position. For the world is first you process it, you work on it and then you achieve. But his father is so good, has gifted us with all he has. And because we come from him, we are meant to rule, reign in this world. So that's from my side. I'll ask Hebron to come ahead and share life and the word with you all. Thank you, Rishi. Uh, so Rishi just laid the foundation of um, you know, spoke, uh, reminded us again of uh, uh, a righteousness, who you are in Christ Jesus, that it's all Christ in you. How do you overcome? It's not by in your flesh, in your, not by yourself. Knowing that uh, you are his beloved, it's all Christ in you. You died, it's all Christ in you. So uh, I know we have problems and Jesus said, in this world you will have problems, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Okay, so if Jesus said that there are going to be trials in this world, then there are going to be trials. But we don't approach a trial out of fear and we don't approach any sort of things that come our way from a place of, oh no, now what am I going to do? No, he says, take heart, I have overcome the world. So that means you have overcome the world as well. How do you overcome the world? Revelation 12, it says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You already are made righteous. You are, uh, the moment you got born again, 
you changed beings, you now have his blood, his DNA inside of you. So you are already overcame in that sense that you are not no, no longer humans. So the problems that come to humans, that's not apply to you because now you don't identify as a human anymore because you are, uh, you overcame by the blood of the lamb because that's now working in your life and the word of, of your testimony. So you may say, oh, but I don't have a testimony. Everyone, I don't have a testimony. I know I've been a Christian for these many years. I don't have a testimony. Yeah, okay. What is our testimony? 1 John 5. And this is your testimony that God has given us. Okay, I will say this. That God has given you eternal life and this life is in his son. That is your testimony. Okay, so we're not worried about, we're not, but this testimony what we're talking about in Revelations is not talking about your personal experience or your testimony that you can have. This is your testimony that God, your Father, has given you eternal life. This life is in His Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. So that is your testimony, okay? And... Um, I know you might go through things in this in this world and things are going to come against you. You are always going to overcome knowing your position that you are no longer human anymore. You have his blood. That's the blood of the lamb. And the word of his testimony is that you are no longer a human anymore. Okay, you have, you have been given eternal life. You have the very life of God on the inside of you. Okay, so uh, now I want to just talk a little bit. I want to go through the Old Testament. Just one uh, character, that's Moses. I want to just talk on his life a little bit in Exodus chapter 3. Okay, a little background um, for those of you who may not know uh, the story of Moses. Um, so Moses, uh, by the time he was born, um, there was this, um, the Pharaoh in Egypt. So the Israelites, they were, uh, they were in slavery for a couple of years and they were stuck in slavery for a long time and uh, slavery by the Egyptians. So the Egyptians were ruling over them. Uh, they had made them slaves. They were making them build all the pyramids and doing all sort of laborious work. And, um, and there was this time where Pharaoh decided to kill all the firstborn or all the babies in Egypt at that time. Um, so Moses' mother, um, when he was a little baby, she didn't obviously, obviously wanted to hide him. So she put him in a basket, okay, and put him on the river Nile. Uh, if you know your geography, the river Nile runs down to Egypt. Okay, and she led him down the river and she was like, okay, um, whoever has to find him will find him. Um, fortunately, he was found by Pharaoh's daughter or Pharaoh's wife, I don't remember. Okay, um, sister? Sister? Okay. So he, he, uh, he was found by, thank you for, <laughs> so he was found by Pharaoh's sister and uh, they took him in, in uh, their household. He grew up uh, among Pharaoh and among the Egyptians, he grew up in royalty, and a time came later on where he was made aware that he was not actually an Egyptian, he was actually a Jew, and he was aware that, you know, his people are in slavery, and he could see that his people were in slavery, and this is what was going on, and it was injustice, and he couldn't sit there anymore and watch his people go uh, in slavery and just being mistreated. Uh, so there was this time where suddenly he saw one of the uh, Egyptians, they were whipping one of the, the Hebrews. And uh, in his anger, he goes and kills one Egyptian, okay? And then one of the Hebrew slaves there, he says, are you gonna kill me as well? And immediately when uh, Moses heard this, he ran away and he disappeared. He, he got scared of that whole situation and he went, okay? Uh, he goes into the wilderness and then he sees a burning bush, okay? Um, suddenly he sees a burning bush at a distance. Now in this, whole, uh, in Egypt, this whole desert place, uh, you'll find a lot of shrubs and bushes around the place. But there's this one particular burning bush and he, uh, it caught his attention. He went there um, and lo and behold, God started speaking to him from this bush, okay? Um, and God started saying, you know, I am God, um, you know, the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he was instructing Moses uh, about things that he was gonna do through Moses and he was, uh, he was basically, it was a call on Moses' life saying that, you know, I'm going to raise you up and I'm going to, you're going to be the deliverer for your people, for the Israelites, for the Hebrew people, you are going to be the one to deliver them. Uh, and Moses, he was, um, he was shy, he, he used to stutter and stammer 
and didn't wasn't very eloquent but uh, god has already called him out okay so i'm just going to narrate a little bit and uh, just follow okay and the lord said i have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in egypt and i've heard their cry because of their taskmasters for i know their sorrows so i have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land to a land flowing with milk and honey to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites now therefore behold the cry of the children of Israel has come to me and i have also seen the oppression with which the egyptians oppress them come now therefore and i will send you to pharaoh that you may bring my people the children of israel out of egypt but moses said to god who am i that i should go to pharaoh that i should bring the children of israel out of egypt so so he said i will certainly be with you and this shall be a sign to you that i have sent you when you have brought the people out of egypt you shall serve god on this mountain then moses said to god indeed when i come to the children of israel and say to them the god of your fathers has sent me and they say to me what is his name what shall i say to them okay uh, this conversation keeps going on and back and forth um moses is talking to god from a burning bush this is like an interesting you know uh, phenomenon and uh, he's still in disbelief and you know trying to figure out how is this going to happen because he can see his life and he's not uh, aware of how this is going to happen and then god said to him said to moses i am who i am and he said thus you shall say to the children of israel i am has sent me to you moreover god said to moses thus you shall say to the children of israel the lord your god of jacob of your fathers the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob has sent me to you this is my name forever and this is my memorial to all generations so god says i am who i am that's the name that was how he addressed moses and this is what uh, how god our father addressed moses as saying this is my name this is what moses reply response to that is then moses said to the lord oh lord i am not eloquent neither before you, nor since you have spoken to your servant i am slow of speech i am slow of tongue okay and i see okay um this is moses life i i know a lot of people in the kingdom okay and um sometimes myself included uh you already know the truth of who you are okay you've 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 uh we've been here we've been in sonship for a while now hearing truths about ourselves and here is the father saying that i am who i am but you are saying but i am sad but i am depressed i don't feel like doing something i am not feeling up to it he says i am who i am he's not saying he's not worried about what you are saying about the i am's in yourself in the flesh he's looking at you in the spirit and says i am who i am okay in in even in jeremiah so the prophet jeremiah uh, it's not there um same thing happened to him okay um jeremiah uh, was was god called him to be a prophet among the uh, in the nations and uh, jeremiah was young and he said he says but oh lord he says i'm young how how am i going to go to these people and god says Jeremiah before you were formed in your mother's womb I knew you before you and I were formed in our mother's womb he knew us he set us apart he sanctified us at birth for this very moment right here okay so you don't you don't say to yourself that I am but say his I am what is his I am I am the resurrection and the life I am victorious in Christ Jesus I am the light of the world he says i am the good shepherd or amen so uh, and i know this is going to come uh, even as you're dealing with situations okay and um, it might you might the father might lead you to pray for someone says hebron i want you to pick up the phone and call this one to pray oh no but i am not feeling like it i don't feel like it i'm i'm not doing well financially no so don't go don't come with your own i ams come with the i ams that he says that about you 
What else does he say? I am healed. I am sanctified. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am set apart. I am forgiven. I am loved. I am holy. That's the I am that you have. That's his I am about you. I am who I am. You are overcoming not because of who you say that I am, who he says that I am about you. Amen. So Jesus himself, okay, he was in the desert and he goes and gets, he's, um, uh, before he, he's led into the temptation uh, in Luke 4, we're going we're gonna to go through that and um, how he was tempted, okay. So even in Jesus, uh, his life, he was tempted in just three areas and, and I'll show you what those three areas were. Um, he, he gets baptized. Oh, so so uh, all, all, all the entire life of Jesus, as he grew up, he used to, he started reading about himself. He used to go through the scriptures and uh, read about himself, understanding that obviously his mother Mary uh, told him and informed him, hey, this is, uh, there was a miracle birth. It was a virgin birth. You are the Messiah. And, uh, and he started reading about himself in the scriptures and seeing how uh, he's going to be fulfilling those scriptures. And then came a time where um, he was baptized by John the Baptist uh, in, the, in, the, in the river Jordan. And when he, got, when he was baptized, there was a loud voice from heaven that said, this is my beloved son. It was a loud voice. It was audible for everyone around there. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in uh, in the form of a dove. Okay, so this was a spectacle for everyone to see. And immediately he says, Jesus was full of the spirit. And then he goes and he's led into the desert. Okay, then Jesus, uh, Luke 4, chapter 4, uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 4 onwards. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing and afterward. And afterward, when he had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I, whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Okay, then he brought him up to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he, it says, when he had ended every temptation, okay, he departed from him, okay, until an opportune time. Um, what was the devil trying to, trying to do to Jesus, okay? Now, Jesus could easily turn the, bread, the stone into bread. And that would not be sin at all. Nothing wrong with that. If he was, it says uh, after he fasted for 40 days, he was hungry. And he could have easily have done that and no big deal. Okay, No sin, nothing. He was still perfectly sinless. But Satan was trying to get him to doubt that word that he heard. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. When he heard the word, there was an audible voice. And now beginning him trying to make him to doubt that he is not the son of God, okay? Making him doubt that maybe, uh, same thing with Eve. Uh, when the serpent came to Eve and said, you know, did God really say this? Eve and Adam and Eve were perfectly made in the image of God. They were made to create, to live forever, okay? And uh, he tested them with a thought. So Satan doesn't come at you with guns blazing or any of that stuff. When, when, when temptation comes against you, when Satan comes to tempt you, he's only going to come to you in your thoughts. He's only going to test you in your thoughts. And that's the only place where you need to get a hold of your thoughts and know whose thoughts you, that are going through your head at that moment. Is it your thoughts? 
or is it the father's thoughts? Oh, sorry, is it is it not your thoughts or is it the father's thoughts? Okay, and uh, so and I like the way Jesus each and every time he was. He knew, because he was full of the Spirit, he knew who he was. He had no shadow of a doubt. He had nothing to prove to anyone. It's the same way you don't need to prove your sonship to yourself or to others. You don't need to prove your sonship to anyone. You are a son because it is written. What the Father says about you, that's it, period. So you might have things going on in your life. They might all craziness and, you know, going haywire. But... Your truth is, if, so you can exercise your faith and that's fine, but you're not doing that to prove that I am a son of God. You are a son of God and that's period. Everything else, your experiences will change once you realize who you are. So Jesus, he was absolutely secure in himself. He didn't need um, to prove to Satan anything. He just countered him with the word each and every time, each and every time. And uh, the, uh, well, Satan tried to mess with his thoughts, saying that, are you the son of God? Making him doubt, and Jesus didn't bother. He didn't really care about whether you believe it or not. I believe it, and that's it. And, you just, and that's how your rest should be. You're not here in the world trying to prove who you are. Sometimes it's better just to walk away, okay? And just know in yourself that you know who you are, okay? So then, what are the thoughts that you should be thinking then? Okay, if clearly, um, if Satan's trying to attack in this one area, it's in your thoughts, it's in your mind. Okay, because in Revelation it says that the deceiver, he's called the deceiver of old. So all he ever does is just deceive you. He lies. He tells you things that are not true about you and makes you believe a lie. That's all he ever does. That's literally all he can ever do. Okay, he's not powerful. Not at all. So... How do you counter these thoughts and how did Jesus, why was he able to counter every, all those this negative thoughts that came about when Satan was coming at him? Okay, 1 John 2. Do not love the world or the things of the world. Sorry, go to Philippians 4. Okay. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. I'll say that again. So what is it that you need to meditate on? What is it that, this is the thoughts that Jesus was medita meditating on, which is why uh, being full of the spirit, he didn't allow any of those circumstances coming against him uh, to mess with him. Because his thoughts were, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And uh, so those are things that you and I need to meditate on, keep our eyes focused on those truths, okay? And no, um, I'm just gonna now speak on the armor of God, okay? So go to the last picture, okay, go right down to the picture. Um, you just watch the bit. Oh, wait. Can you zoom out of it? Ah, oh, perfect. So I, I, I usually like movies like, you know, Braveheart, Troy, these kind of movies, which are like those old, old school battles. Uh, I like, those are the kind, my kind of movies. And I, and I look at that and I was like, yes, I, I, I like uh, that whole setup that, he, that they have here. So I'm going to read from Ephesians chapter six. Okay. It talks about putting on the armor of God, okay? That you may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil or the craftiness, the cunningness of the devil, okay? For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil in the days of evil and having done all to stand now stand therefore having girded yourself with the belt of truth okay just keep your eyes focused on the places that i'm uh, focusing on having girded yourself your waist with the belt of truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness 
having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Okay, so number one, get on the, get on, uh, the belt of truth around your waist. Always, always, always make sure that you are always in truth. You must, it says, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Knowing the truth about who you are is starting point for everything, okay? Knowing the truth, because I, I know there are so many people uh, that you get so easy just to believe a lie about yourself. And I'm talking about things that are just fundamental in, in, in your walk with, with the Father about, for example, just seeing, like you may be here and you're not know, just seeing testimonies happening from uh, about in everyone's life and suddenly you're sitting there thinking, oh, I mean, I'm waiting for my testimony and does God really like me? And now I know when you say something like that, you probably, um, you probably don't believe it in, in, in theory, but in the heart of your hearts, you're probably believing a fundamental lie that God doesn't love you or something like that. He says, Gird yourself with the belt of truth because this is right right now. These are the thoughts coming into your mind, the same way Satan comes against you, uh, within thoughts about your identity, about who you are. Get get on the waist of truth or the belt of truth of knowing who you are, your position. You are a new creation. You are from above. You are dearly loved. It doesn't matter what you do, what you don't do. Your being, your position of being loved is based on him and always going to be on him. Okay? Breastplate of righteousness. Very important. We've been started off this, this entire year talking about your righteousness and knowing that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Okay, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace, knowing your very foundation of why you were saved and what is it you are saved from and what are you, you saved unto. Okay, above all, take the shield of faith with which you, which you will be able to withstand the fiery darts. Okay, um, one other thing, important thing to know about your faith is, it says to pray in, pray in the spirit, so you're building yourself up on your most holy faith. Always, make, I mean, uh, I don't know how, many, how often you do this, but just make it a practice to just pray in tongues as often as, as, often as you can. You know, it's, you're building yourself up uh, in your most holy faith. And take on the helmet of salvation, knowing you're secure in who you are. You're not doubting your basic foundations of, am I saved, am I not saved? No. You've got that secure here. And this one last weapon, which is the only offensive weapon in, your, in this entire armor. All, all the rest of the armor is just defense, right from the gospel of peace to the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the um, helmet of salvation, and uh, the shield of faith. There's just one thing that you attack with, and that's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Okay, so always, always keep that word in your heart the truth of his word, not just any other word, okay, his word, okay, and you attack anything that comes against you the same way Jesus countered it. He said, uh, are you the son of God? He said, uh, man should not live by bread alone, okay. Um, throw yourself down, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Always countering every word. So every word that's coming against you, that you are not loved, no, I am dearly beloved. I am his beloved. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am a partaker of his divine nature. I am forgiven. Amen. So I want to leave with that. And uh, yeah. See you. I love that picture. <laughs> I love that picture that Hebron put there. Uh, how many loves Christ in Hebron, Christ in Rishi? Yes. Uh, you know, one thing that I really got uh, when they were just speaking, you are an overcomer because Christ overcame for you. You're not trying to be one. This is about a finished work. That's why we tell you, don't run from your problems, go confront, because you realize there's nothing to fear. Because in that, you are already victorious. You're not trying to be victorious. I loved what Hebron shared about Moses, and when God talks to Moses and he says, I am that I am. I am that I am. And every time before Jesus is going and fixing life, 
he first speaks who he is and then he fixes that and you see that the battle i like all the scriptures that they brought about brought about the battle is all in the thoughts it's the war is all it says take the shield of faith so that you can quench what the sickness quench the debt quench that relationship quench the fiery darts so where does the battle happen in your soul in your mind so where does the victory also come first and then you'll see it in the situation that's why anything that came to jesus first when lazarus was dead he hears dead and then he says but i am resurrection and i'm life when someone is blind but i am light of the world so what are you speaking i am that i am what will you say you are saying who he is that he is in you so every thought that is coming to your head beloved that like that picture everything is defensive one is offensive am i right in my english and what is the offensive the sword of the spirit which is the word of god so you can cut off what thoughts speak to them speak them out and then you realize they stop coming and they're coming 100 times speak once again sometimes the thoughts come it's like a demonic thing and you can say in the name of jesus get out because it's like an oppressive thing coming okay but start doing this so we are overcomers because he already overcame so there is no you're not trying to do something to become oh will i be overcoming in this no he already overcame so now you rest is the victory ground so it's christ in you who is doing all of that we'll share more on this on the next sermon okay so say i am an overcomer because jesus overcame the world so whatever is coming against you you are you have already overcome it you may be walking through it and you can't see the whole picture yet but the truth is that you've already overcome this that this area of your life is victorious because you're in the new realm because you're in Christ and Christ is victorious a son is not defeated a son is victorious say i am victorious amen okay let's give a tithe a spiritual tithe this is a thanksgiving why are we tithing why do we give the tithe so that it sticks in you that that word never gets lost so that when you are doing this out of a heart what is a tithe you're bringing everything that you heard today all the word that came to your ears to your soul and you're saying jesus thank you for this word and you're thanking him you're bringing a tithe of it by faith and now what will happen it'll get multiplied back to you it stays in you it never gets stolen and it will just keep increasing and increasing and increasing okay so say this jesus you are my high priest father i'm a son in your kingdom and right now i thank you for all the life for all the understanding for all the increase that has come to my soul that has come to my ears and right now i thank you and i worship you jesus worship him with it say i am an overcomer because christ in me has already overcome i am victorious because christ in me has given me this victory amen